Watching the following program contains world premier certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest, hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia acute player hater disorder, no jumper, no handles, allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Three minutes to go. I want to welcome everybody to the License the Ball Show. We got on tap today. It's the Hoops Givens Day One Recap. Man, jam packed. The show's gonna be one of the longest shows, like it was last year on audio podcast. It's gonna be one of the longest shows, and I'm still gonna leave stuff out and people out. Let's do the best we can and cover all the main topics. Cause so much going on. You got nine games. When you got nine games on, it's starting at eight thirty in the morning. You basically got to leave your house at seven and just getting this show done and getting the show done actually early is a bear. But Chris Williams put on the good event. Like always do a real good job on it, man. He does a real good job on this event. Very, very organized, very organized with it, man. I hope my sound is better. Now my voice was kind of low. I was reading the comment section that the voice was real low and it's switching back and forth. I think I fixed the problem. It was really not a problem. It just got to hit a button. So Chris does a real good job, man, over there. And he, he has a college event too, as well. He has a college event as well. He does. So it's real good, man. Nine games. 12 hours a day, man. You put in all the work, man. It's, it is crazy. It is. I mean, it's crazy. It's ludicrous, man, all the stuff. So I'm amazed how much I got done in a short period of time I had in two days with this jam-packed stuff, man. So, man, we're going we're gonna to focus on the main stuff. And then, like, we got up first, we're going to be talking about Christopher Columbus against McEachern on day one on Friday over there on Black Friday. This game did not disappoint at all. This game did not disappoint at all. Real good game. I mean, didn't disappoint at all, man. You got Columbus. Like, one of the things, like, Columbus don't blow you out. And I watched watched both games. But Columbus don't blow you out. And they win the game. They're going to win the game for one reason at all. And nobody has figured this out yet. They score about 10 to 12 points on inbounds. They run real good inbounds plays. And they run them to a T. And what a lot of people make a mistake on, they play man on inbounds against Columbus. And I wouldn't do it. I will play zone or matchup zone on inbounds. And you'll shut down they you shut down that 10 points. They're getting free 10 points because they run a good man inbounds plays and, and they're killing people off of man. They're just really killing people. So that's the biggest thing I noticed why they win. More power to them. Coaches don't notice this. I notice it. And then you got Carlos Boozer, man. Carlos Boozer's son, Cameron Boozer, scored 40 points. And it looks so easy. Man, when I first started starting this and my co-host back in the day on the License Ball podcast years ago, and when he was watching Quincy Miller and I was bragging on Quincy Miller, and he thought I was bragging on because he's from Chicago. 
And I go, no, uh-uh, no, I ain't bragging on because he's from Chicago. He's good. And so he came and watched him play. He said, I knew you wasn't lying about Quincy. I knew Quincy was good because he didn't sweat. That's what you mean. He said, great players don't sweat. So how they, any good player you see, they real, real good, they don't sweat. They look, they look easy to them. They playing easy because it is easy to them, man. Man, he ain't lying about that to this day. And look at Boozer, Cameron Boozer. He don't be sweating a lot at all. How they ever sweat when you see him playing, man. I'm gonna go ahead and queue up these plays, man. I'm gonna go up and gonna go up and queue up this these highlights. Oh, the man! They just—it was not disappointing at all. Play pretty big, not big enough. And you got Ace Bailey right here, scored 31 points, was not enough to get him over the hump. But he played big. Ace Bailey ran out of gas. The kid ran out of he ran out of gas. But I gotta say something about this. John McQueen, look at this. See off that um down screen right there hit a three right here and look at this right here man that's paul george he had a paul george game but he just ran out of gas then he hit the weights a little bit more and conditioned more look at that bam 24 with an alley hoop he had a nice game too but look at ace about to break this dude down look he just broke his ankles right there did an iverson on him but he needs to get in the weight room a little bit more i don't know why i don't steal the ball against this guy a lot more than because he telegraphed his Long court passes. I just don't understand. Nice pass by Ace right there. He really getting the motion right there. I just didn't think that kid need to get in the weight room a little bit more and get conditioned because he ran out of gas a little bit. He could have had 50. I think he was in better shape. I mean, literally, he could have had 50. And they would have won the game then. He just needs some more help. Look at this alley right there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Love it. But just some nice little spin cycle right there with a hand one. He had a decent game, too, as well. And here's right here. John McQueen had the best game of the season right there. He stepped up. But I think he got more in the tank than that. He just got to he just gotta play better, man. He just got to really play better than he is. And here's show up, man. Look at this right here. He all over him, and he wetting it in his face, all in the mouth, like the mouth shot, like the um, MC was saying right here. I didn't like this right here. I like the play, but I didn't like this. This happened because they called a foul, one of the most stupidest fouls on the kid. They called one of the most stupidest fouls on Ace Bailey. When the guy shoved him in the chest, lowered his shoulder, Cameron lowered his, his shoulder in his chest, and then knocked him back a little bit, and he cut him off, and they called a blocking foul on Ace. That's crazy. And then here's another thing about refereeing. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, those Cameron, those those boozer boys, they're going to Duke. Because you watch how they play, they are being coached up for Duke. They try to run the whole game. I know you can't call every foul, but both of them combined for 12 offensive fouls the first half. They are getting Duke calls. They're going to Duke. They're already being prepped for Duke, rep, working referees. And I see Dad over there coaching them up with that Duke stuff. And it would make it so sad that you have Georgia referees giving outside teams or outside, yeah, outside teams calls, giving them home cooking like they at home. And you're giving these guys on the road road calls, which normally, normally should never happen. This is a rule of thumb in basketball. When you're playing, you know. When you're on the road, you're not going to be getting calls that you normally would get. They are getting calls, and they from Miami getting calls over Georgia teams. And they are filing a lot. The filing is very noticeable. If you got your head in the clouds and you just love the boozers, they great players. I've seen 
sidebar. Kading, he's a pro too, I think. I think he's going to be a pro too. He's not going to be coming when his brother comes. He's going to be coming on the delay. He's going to be playing a little bit more college basketball. But watching these kids, I mean, you got your head in the clouds and you're just looking at who their dad is and what they're ranking. You're giving them calls that they don't even deserve to get called. He is, they are actually ramming people in the chest, playing offensive foul. And then a couple of times, it was a guy, he wasn't selling it. It's bad refereeing. One referee in particular doesn't understand basketball. The defensive player understands basketball. He's standing there and he knows he's going to run him over. So he, what he does is he does a pro defensive move. He relaxes his body and let Cameron takes over his body and knock him down. He's not going to hold it. The guy's running his chest. So he's just sitting there and saying, you know what? He's going to run into me. I'm going to relax my body and let him control my body for a split second and knock him on the ground. And he think he's flopping. No, he's not flopping. Then if he holds his ground and try to be a man about it, you call a blocking foul, which is so crazy. I mean, it, it is so crazy. It's so crazy, man. It, it makes no sense at all. No sense at all. None whatsoever. That, I, that, that just drove, I mean, that literally drove me crazy watching that. Just giving them calls. They, and it's blatant. If you pass on something, you pass on something. But what's going and going to Cameron, man? This dude, Cameron right here, had 40 points, man. 40 points. Ridiculous. 40 points. And then and had a double-double, 10 rebounds. I mean, he really took over the game. He really took over the game, man. Sometimes and he's so used to his dad. He know not to look to the sidelines. His dad trying to get his attention. He already know what his dad want to say and do. And he go and step up and do it. And isn't he bigger? I, I One twin rules over the other twin. I don't know if y'all know this, but I started, thought, I started thinking, he because he the bigger one, I think the little one is the leader of those two. I know it might sound crazy. And you could tell that they work with their dad because they play real physical, which I love. It's not a- ACC basketball at all how the physical they play. They play big. That's Big Ten type style, but they won't be going to the Big Ten. As you, can see, as you can see, I don't think they got one on your list. But Mammy, I know Mammy recruiting them real hard, but they get they season for Duke how they work calls and play over the edge and sometimes cheat what Duke players do. We all know that. But we're going to go in and play Cameron. Now, that's a three we just missed. I had to pull that up. And he, he starts from the outside in. He shoots the ball very well at 6'10". Very well at 6'10". Now, look at this passing right here. When you try to take away his shooting ability or scoring ability, should I say. And then right, they got another three right there. He shoots threes very well. Very soft right here. That dribble handoff right here. And he dribbled to the dead spot right there. The 15-footer pull up right there. So nice. Had the game was play right here. He... he Ace not used to guarding somebody who could put the ball on the floor and do this. That's why he's able to get around there. Look at this right here. He's not used to doing anything. And then another thing, he can't play real physical because they call cheap fouls against the kid. Against a young man, should I say. And right here, he cut into the hole right here. Got a complete game right here. But, man, I was very impressed with Ace right here. And here's the inbounds play I'm telling you about right They scoring all inbounds because you ain't man. You got to get out that man, y'all. You got to get out that man. That man is killing y'all. That man defense is killing you. That's one of the biggest things, like one of the biggest secrets in their game right there is that man-to-man defense on inbounds is killing people. And they got to figure that out. They really got to figure that out. On that, they really got to figure that out, man. But I don't want to play this again because I, I, I didn't get it from the top. Showing these threes right here. Kid has a real complete game. I mean, really complete game.
Complete game, man. Complete game. Man, really complete game. And what we got next on deck is Mount Vernon versus Pepper Book. Trey Scott, Dennis Scott, son, the third, really played very big. Real big, man. Played real big. Starting to come at him a coming out party. Got an interview with him coming up. Right after these highlights and everything, man. Pepperbrook's very scrappy. But Mount Vernon dismantled that team. Coach over there becoming a real good coach. He's real developing into a real good coach over there. Doing a real good job. But how they were playing and they got the athletic big down there. And they got Kiwan Garrett's son. It's very underrated. Understand the game very well. And you can see on the court how high his basketball IQ is. As you can see, you can see how high his basketball IQ is. Got a very big game to itself, man. Very high basketball IQ on that. So we're going to go ahead and no further delay. We're going to go ahead and play these highlights from Mount Vernon and Pepperbrook game. Trying to trap, but it didn't work. That's Garris right there making a good play right there, man. Real good play. Played very well. I was very impressed with him. Good to see Illinois kid like that doing good things. But Pepperbrook always a team every year. is a team you don't want to play. This game went in the double overtime. Look at that right there. Xavier right there with the nice slam. Passing out a post trade doing to Garris. Hitting a three. That kid game is coming along very well. Game coming along very well. Right here, this this is the shot to send the game in overtime. I couldn't believe they left him wide open. But Mount Vernon still was too much. They let him back in the game, and then over time, this trade just took over. See right here. And I was talking about he shot, yeah, he shot over 50% because he was 6 for 11, not 5 for 11. Look at this, though, right? Wham. Nice flush. Nice flush. That's a nice flush right there from him. Real nice flush. Man, we, we got Trey going to be joining the show. Got an interview with him. Going to be joining the show. Looking forward to this. Him joining the show, man. It's going to be nice. It's going to be real nice having, having him joining the show and talking to him. I've been wanting to have him on the show for the for the longest. I've been wanting him to have him on the show for the longest. And he's finally going to be joining. He's finally going to be joining the show. We'll have him on. And then be on him on there. So. Go ahead and just. Go ahead and buzz him in. Man. Go and bring. Bring him in here. Bring him into the show. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer. So y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. Man, 
stand-up professional. Then had technical difficulty and real patient with me, man. I really appreciate that, man. And I love watching Hoops giving this weekend, man. Let's go dive right into how you play, man. It seemed like you was on fire this weekend, man. So, um, yeah, it, it was just, it felt, I felt great this weekend. My teammates' energy before the game made me feel great. And throughout the game, I feel like our energy fed off each other. We just had a great game. You almost shot 50% from the three-point line. Uh, hey, I was just shooting. I wasn't, I wasn't even worried about it. I was just, I was just shooting. And they say that zone time right there. Shooters paradise. As somebody I know who say that. Yes. <laughs> you know it. Let's talk about the key to this game, man. How y'all just went out and just jumped on top of them from the outside looking in. Y'all look like y'all was trying to play outside and on them on that because how y'all was killing them from the outside, man. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I would definitely say it, it may have seemed like that, but it, it was like it was like the opposite. We were playing inside out really because we were obviously we had the size advantage and the team was smaller than us, so we were trying to feed it inside. But we noticed that they were they were pinching, doubling, so we were just kicking the ball out, making reads, making the right play, and then staying staying calm and not rushing anything. So that, yeah, I would say that was our game plan. When you knew you was hot, man, using the zone. When was that? As soon as, as soon as I made my first shot, because because after I made that, I felt the energy from the game before. And the game before, I felt I felt hot too. So um, I just I just started shooting the ball. I was just making sure I was staying aggressive and not and not taking bad shots. Any way to turn that light up a little bit more? Yeah, sorry. There we that. go. No, it's yeah. all good, man. Shoot, it's Murphy's law. That's all it is, man. So man, you went out there and you were playing. It seemed like you had like a point to prove, man. Like you really wanted to show off your skills that that day, and I have to say you did. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I definitely want to show people who I who I am because I'm still I'm I'm still trying to make a name for myself because I knew we were playing hoops giving. That's considered a big stage, so I was like, no better, no better way to make a name for myself than to go out and prove a point, play hard, and play well. Yeah. One thing I love that you just didn't shoot the three ball. You put the ball on the floor. You had the Allen Houston two dribble pull up with the left hand. You hit that, and then one thing I think that. Just because who your dad is, I think one of the biggest things overlooked in your game is your passing ability, especially out of the high post. I think people you don't get credit about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that my passing is underrated because because I shoot the ball a lot and I shoot the ball well. People people mainly uh, pay attention to that, and like you say, my dad, people know who he is, and they're they're gonna like compare the shooting. But um, I'll say my most underrated part of my game is my passing because, like, I see, like, sometimes I watch a lot of films, so I see some plays happen, like, ahead of time. So, like, I know when I know when my my teammate is going to be there, so I know where to put the ball. And, like, I would say my, my, my soft touch helps me because, like, when I see when I see someone fronting uh, my, my bigs on my team, I can put the right touch, get the ball over them, and then they can I can lead them to where they're trying to go. I'm about to hear this, y'all. This kid's 6'10", and see passing the ball to his bigs. Yeah. <laughs> what has basketball came to nowadays? That's yeah. It's all good, man. Like, Brad Sellers wish he could play in this era because they killed that game, in that man's game. I'm not sure you know what Brad Sellers is. If you don't know, ask your dad about him. I think oh, he agree with me. He would, he would agree with me. He, oh. he was before his time. They wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do, what y'all do nowadays. Cause they put him up on the goal just because of his height. Which right. was crazy and kill his career. He played for the Bulls. Never had the career he should have had at all, man. Never had the career he should have had at all. And right. how you feel playing the stretch four and stretch five position? Every um, I feel I feel very comfortable playing this position because because obviously I like to I like to pass the ball from the high low to the high low and I like to shoot the ball obviously. So being able to space out the floor. So basically anyone on our team who wants to post up can post up. If I want to post up, I can. And I feel like it, it, it's very good for our team because it, it creates a lot of space. And that's obviously spacing is important. And also, I like the ability to shoot, pass, post up, everything. So, yeah, I really enjoy playing this position. Yeah, I really enjoy watching you play, man, because we've been trying to – we've been playing basketball tag, doing some stuff, but I've been running to you, and I, and I finally met you and watched your game. When the first time I seen you, you was in the post. I was like, man, didn't this guy sign in the post? 
Yeah. I didn't get to watch you play a whole lot. Then I was more, I was like, oh, okay, he got more to his game than that. I was like, that's what's up. He got more to his game. So how you feel getting your legs back up under you? I feel great. It, it's definitely bringing more confidence to my game, scoring-wise, defensively, rebounding, everything. Because now I feel more comfortable um, sacrificing my body, trying to take a charge or move my feet on the hedge with a guard, stuff like that. And on the offensive end, as, like as I keep getting my legs stronger, I feel I feel more comfortable being aggressive offensively, attacking the rim, posting up, pump faking, like you say, two dribble pull up, stuff like that. So I say it's, it's bringing more confidence to my game. I don't know if you know, but they finally admitting this inherited DNA. So everything your mom has done in her life and your dad has done, you have it in your DNA. And so that's probably why sometimes you do things on instinct and you don't know like how I know how to do that. They have admitted to inheriting DNA. So all these shots, so you just got develop it's there you just gotta de you gotta draw it out and develop it because i see my son do things that he never seen me do before in his life and he didn't already know how to do it he ain't even thinking about it. he's doing thinking like man i used to do that and he's doing it and he ain't never seen like i play football i'm gonna give you a quick story he's playing football with himself and snapping the ball i don't even watch football even i played it. i don't even watch it no more i don't really like it no more i'm a justin fields fan i don't even watch and he kind of knew the rules and understood that you got to snap the ball to the quarterback and he'll snap it himself. And nobody in my family, we don't watch football nowhere. He already knew how, he just knew how, he just knew to do it. Right. Craziest thing. Craziest right. thing about that. And I got another story for you too. You know, I'm from the south side of Chicago. So I used to watch your dad play on TV. I think it was CBS. I think it was CBS. He's a white. I can't remember back then in the day, but. I used to watch him and go in the backyard and try to imitate him. And even though I'm an Illinois fan, it's the craziest thing. I didn't realize that till I seen you down here when I moved down here and I ran into you in the gym and, I, and it came back to me like, man, I used to try to imitate and be like his dad when I was playing. I said, and that's the craziest thing about it is I'm old enough to be his father. I'm like, man, I feel old. Because I was a young kid doing that when his dad was playing in college, trying to be like his dad. Like, that's crazy, man. And, like, it's all, like, full yeah. circle. I never Every thought this moment would be here. Exactly. I was saying everything comes full circle. Crazy, man. I had, I love basketball, man. I love doing this, man. And so this show is going to be real good. And I've been wanting you on the show, man. I'm so happy you're on this show, man. It's like it's like my my boy called me. He he said this. Who helped me out my show a little bit? A little bit said, you got so many rookie cards. I said, what you talking about rookie cards? It's like, man, you got dudes where a lot of guys, you did the, you was the first one to do stuff on, or you did something on them when you first did something on them. Like, he's naming off all these players. Like, man, I ain't looking at it that way. I just be doing it. Like, that's right. why I'm like taking pictures with players. Like, even I think they're going to go somewhere. I really, I feel uncomfortable taking pictures with players because I'm not doing it to take a picture with you. I'm doing it because cover the, cover the game. So, you know, it is what it is. But, man. Got two more things I want to talk to you about before get up out of here. I want to talk about your recruitment and how that going is. And I know it seemed like you got to have a must Georgia Tech on your list to feel obligated to it. Seemed like that way. I don't know how you feel right. about that, but let's talk about your recruitment. Yeah, I would say my recruitment is definitely heading in the direction again that I envisioned it being in because obviously, like we're talking about injuries, slowed everything down. And as I've been playing better and I've been healthier. Our recruitment's picked back up. Coaches starting to call me more, trying to find some visits. And um and yeah, I'll I'll definitely say I'll definitely say it's heading in the right direction. And Georgia Tech, obviously, I I'd probably put that on my list because I live in Atlanta. My dad, my dad, that's a legacy there. So I definitely put that on my list. And especially because I also want to uh, create a good relationship with the staff there. So yeah, I'll definitely keep Georgia Tech on my list. Have a job in Atlanta too, and I like Stoudemire, man. I mean, yeah. I want Stoudemire. I want him to stick, and I told him I want him to stick. You're gonna get a player to pop. I don't know if it's gonna be you, but I said yeah. you're gonna get a player to pop. You're gonna get one. You're gonna get just keep. I just hey coach, don't get discouraged. Just keep, just keep digging away, man. You're gonna get it, man. You 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 really gonna get it. So, For sure. other question I got to ask you. You it's gonna probably you're not gonna see this one coming at all, but let you watch the show on a regular basis. You might see it coming. But I've been gone for a while, and I don't know if you know, I've been doing this for 15 years. So when I had a son, I took a little bit of time off. 
but it's like a part two of this question. When I first came over to talk to you, did you know what I did or had any idea what Jim Ryan Insider was? And and if so, now when did you figure out what Jim Ryan is? Um, I, I remember, like, I didn't know you were the one who ran the uh the account because I remember <laughs> I'd see, like, I'd see my teammates and I see my friends on, yeah. on Twitter, and it would be like a top performer, player of the game, stuff like that. And then, and then you did that for me too, and I was like, oh snap! And then I connected the dots, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't even want to, you, you could look at the archives that Jim Ryan aside and see what I have done, but I did a lot of, I did some work. The only thing that kills me is when the players make it big, they forget about me and I still love them. A lot of, not all of them. Like I give you problems on like Jalen Brown. Right. Since I met him when he was 14 years old, every time I talk to him, he's the same way, just more mature 14 year old like, right. on that. So man, I like how the players like, see me in the gym and they come back like I gave you I give you another one uh, what's the Isaiah Carl I told that I told the world and I got it documented on the YouTube channel I said he's going to a and he's in the eighth grade or seventh grade I said he's gonna be in the NBA he's gonna be a lottery pick. I put that on there I put that in I put that say he's gonna be in the NBA and then he forgot about me and I saw him in the gym over the summer he looked and I could tell it, it resonated, clicked back in his head. Like, that's the guy who said, I was going to be in the league before I knew I was going to be in the league. I just said, nah, that kid, he got the it. Some some people just got the it. They just develop quick and just see that. They get that it. Now. Yeah, you can just tell. On that, man. But I appreciate you joining the show, man, and all that stuff, man. You want to give out any shout outs and tell people how they can follow you on the social media or anything? Oh, uh, yeah. My my Instagram, Trey.scott4, and my Twitter is dscott1 underscore. That's what's up. That is what's up, man. Um, Is it what you expected coming on the license ball show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. You ask great questions. I got you, man. Truth be told, I don't tell you that. I, I, did, I forgot I'd do this, but I actually record the show you're dead on. And when I do have time, I actually watch them. I watch oh, wow. they pros. Yeah. I watch change. I watch all all any all those all those shows. I, I try to watch how they produce the show, how they talk about stuff, and how they so set up the show because you ain't got to reinvent the wheel. So how y'all steady and take jump shots? I I steady and do this stuff. So I try to be professional. I really try to be professional. So and I learned this from Bob Costas. I think I learned from Bob Costas. All you gotta do is ask three questions. If you ask the three right three questions. You got an interview because exactly. off you respond off those three questions would turn into 12. Exactly. You do it right. exactly. So that's how I do questions. It was, so I try to, the more I know you, the better I can ask, I can ask questions. And my, all my questions are freestyle. Okay. I, like I don't, that. my whole show is structural freestyle. I don't, right. when I do the podcast, I really don't, I, I don't think it like, man, I always say like, Hey, if I write all this stuff down and do this, the show be better. I don't think so. I think off the cup, just let me do it. And I just have like, I know we're going to do hoops givens. We're going to talk about main games. And I don't take no notes on the game. I rememberize the whole, pretty much the whole game. Like I don't have the notes in front of me, but almost when I said your stat line from three point line, it might be one or two numbers off, but it's pretty much accurate. Cause I looked at, it, I was like, damn, I said, this dude shot like 11 threes. You like five for 11. I was like, that's pretty much 50%. It's not right. like 46, 47% not doing the calculator out. So man, I just do it as all off of memory. Like when I talk about your game before you came on, it's all on memory, man. I'll look at the thing and talk about the film and remember what I just sit there and watch it. And I take, I take memory. Right. Oh, right. man, man, I appreciate you. Uh, that's savvy. So that means a lot for me to say you, I ask it. I don't ask Cookie Coy like these stupid Coy, like, Hey, yo, top three uh, offers. Uh, that's yeah. who recruit you the hardest. Yeah. Somebody who don't do their homework and they got a list of questions they ask every single person. And I think that's disrespectful. Exactly. I agree with that. So I got to ask questions because all y'all different. Custom to you. Right. So. I appreciate that. Uh, man, we're going to have you on again, man. You do you do good. You do good things, man. We got to, this is what the show about. Y'all doing yes. good things. So we want to promote y'all good, y'all good behavior, man. Doing out there and showing how the kids doing good things, man. But, man, I got, 
if you don't kick me out, you don't say I'm gone. You know, I, I got a podcast. I can talk. I got to get the yes, gas. So, man, we don't get off now. I'll be talking for another two hours. <laughs> Have a two hour podcast. <laughs> All right, man, man. Appreciate you, man. Of course, I appreciate you for having me. All right, peace. All right, peace. As you see, that's a great kid, man, really. Got a good head on his shoulders, man, really do. Great interviewer. Dad has taught him well. He's going to have a big season. They're getting on a big season. He might lead them to state. I haven't really seen who in their classification will be in their way. But looking at that three-headed monster they got and the sidekicks, really a four-headed monster. They're going to be tough. They're going to be real tough to beat. And he's not living off his dad's name, what I like. He actually putting in the work. And making a name for himself. That's why you go by Trace. See, that's another thing, too. Let's just show you where his mindset is. He loves his dad. He loves his grandfather. I know he do. But he want to make a name for himself. That's why you go by Trace. He's the third. I didn't know he's the third. So you're reading that Junior. They be putting Junior. That's incorrect. He said he's the third. So he going by Trace because he want to make a name for himself. He don't want to live in his dead footsteps. He want to make his own legacy on that, which is good. And his dad right there, coaching him up, getting there, prepping him, ask questions like, truth be told, that man, he not asked questions real good, man. He really do. He not asked questions very well. Uh, we're going to kick in in the gear and go to the next thing. We'll go to the next one. And the next game we got over is that Holy Anderson's game and Wheeler game. This game didn't disappoint either. I said at the beginning of the season, I had Grayson winning this. I'm not too sure now seeing more teams play and seeing how their teams develop and unfold. I'm not too sure. I'm really not too sure of that because Wheeler's getting better every game I see him. And they can win any kind of style of game led by Ricky McKenzie. You know what I mean? Kid would have had 18 points, if I remember correctly. Let me look at my sheet. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. No, he has 17, not 18. He has 17. And we had an interview with Caleb Wilson last week, stating that he requested his schedule and he wanted the schedule. And so he got his schedule. The kid showed up. He showed up. He showed up big time. He showed up. I mean, he, he really showed up. He had 25 points and 16 rebounds. And he normally had more assists. He only had three assists, but they're playing, Willard was playing real good defense. He showed up. That kid showed up, man. He showed why he won the best player in the country. There's some other people on his team. I don't know if he had a bad night or the stage was too bright. Only time will tell. But that kid played big. He played real big. Scoring like that and getting 16 rebounds. I mean, that's insane, man. That's really insane what he has what he has done and accomplished, man. That, that's why he's one of the best players in the country. So go ahead and go in and bring up, queue up these highlights. So y'all can see what I saw if he wasn't there. It didn't disappoint at all. I want to welcome Trey Scott to wrong button. Start off from again. But this game was a nice game. You got a, a Kennesaw commit right there. He scored a lot of his points inside the post. He's really getting there. He's really 
pushing the issue. This is the first game I've already seen Caleb Wilson. And I like this right. He had a good game. And this one really, I don't see like that. I don't, I don't like that right there, Coda. Well, there's no need for that. Look at that air hole pass right there, man. That's one of the best passes you can make. It's unstoppable pass, an air hole pass. Look at that dunk right there. But there's some stuff in the game that the referees allowed to happen. And it it just it was didn't make no sense how Will got beat up and bullied. And it's no fault of the referee. And he he's playing. Look at that right. Look at my boy Josh Hill. Pass from Coda right there. Look at that whoosh. That's on the bottom of the net. That kid right there. That's one of the freshmen. That's on my freshman watch list. Watch list. He had the best game of his high school career. 11 points. Man. He's so quiet and so reserved. I like how he played. He had another third, too. Kevin Savage, the third. Had a real good real good game. Four rebounds to go with that, too, and three assists. The 11 points. Did real good. Look at it. Got his hands in there. Deflected that ball. Get that he really looked like he got this one he showed emotion when they make a big play like that. I like that. And we got Cotto right here. I wish he would have dunked this man. I need some dunks from you because he's explosive. But man, man, man. Willard was just a little bit too much for him. Warm out in the low scoring game. Caleb Wilson, I was gonna say Caleb Hope. There's a lot of Caleb's out there right now. But he didn't have the firepower backing him up at all. He didn't have the firepower all backing him up at all, as you can see. He didn't really have anybody else in it. Will Hopkins was trying to help him out. He played a good game, but he had a lot of and ones. I think they kind of got it frustrated him, got in his head when the referees wasn't protecting him because if he would have retaliated, he would have got ejected. Like you saw one of the play, the dude just shoved him in the chest. Coda, there's no, no need for that to place in the game. And then number 11 on Willard. What's number 11 name on Willard? On there, uh, James. James my, reminds me of. I was saying at the game, Matt Barnes. He reminds me of a young Matt Barnes. James does. Number eleven for Willer. Man, he makes it up. Oh, he makes it up. He play. Oh, kids didn't play like that anymore. I kind of. He play on the edge. Some stuff questionable, but. I like how he play because we need more kids playing tough nose like that, man. And we just. We just not getting it. He was just not really getting that at all. Man, we ain't getting it at all, but but that Mr. Caleb Wilson, man. If you lost the game, dude, he played big. Played very big. I was very impressed because how you play, you make me look like I know what I'm talking about. Played very well, man. I like that when you play like that because then it look like I I know what I'm talking about and then people actually listen to me, Caleb, when you play like that. Having 25 points, 16 rebounds, 13 was defensive rebounds, so they that's 13 possessions. You got back with three assists and you had two steals. Brother, you know, on day two recap, even you only played one game and you're going to be able to play a profile long list of people we're going to be talking about and man 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 you didn't disappoint at all did not disappoint at all my god you showed up dude that's what i'm talking about right there just showing up mr wilson mr wilson i still haven't came up with a nickname for you i don't know i kind of plan back one but that's gonna to come to me this you're gonna do something and it's gonna come in then I was thinking about the big ticket, maybe that, baby Pippin, little Pippin, but man, they had a monster game, monster game. And then we got up next on here, this game right here, score didn't re reflect too much on how the game ended on Burkmar Hiram. Burkmar Hiram, it was. Oh no, 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 no! I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting messed up. I'm getting confused. The other game was like that, so I'm getting turned around a little bit. This game went down to the wire, man, but bookmark, ooh. He seemed like what Norcross was been been doing over the years. He's like all that 
accolades and winning and talent has transferred to Burkmark to me. It's like in Burkmark territory now because Norcross going through some rough times right now. I know Jesse going to get him back. He'll fight it. He's going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. But this Burkmark Hiram game is a real good game. Hiram, I've been hearing about it. I, just, I ain't seen y'all play in years since Isaac Williams was over there. Ain't been in y'all gym. And he graduated probably eight years ago playing pro ball overseas. But seeing y'all do the showcase, I see what the buzz is and what people talk about y'all. And y'all are led by Chase Tyler, one of the best cornerbacks in the country too, and at least in the Southeast for sure. And they're led by them. And so, and with no further delay, we're gonna go, we're gonna jump right into these, we're gonna jump into these highlights. And we'll see what's going on right here. And then Burkmar, big man right here. I don't even know how to pronounce your name, man. Man, I don't even know how to pronounce that name of yours, man. I got to figure out if I don't even want to kill it. But Riglin, last name Riglin, man, that dude right there. Nice. You got, you got Eddie killing his. Ryan Williams right here. Getting busy right there. Getting busy. There's Mr. Cook. Mr. Cook came come along very well, very explosive. I apologize, Mr. Cook, that I missed that duck at the beginning of the game. I'm only one man. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. Look at this guy right here. Raglan. Man, that dude nice. He slimmed down, tighten up the body and get better. He's gonna, he gonna be really be a problem. Get more explosive. At 6'10, like that big body. He move around real light. Like the bigs nowadays are light footed. There's Eddie with another three, which is crazy. How they how they light footed. But Hiram, man, Hiram looking like a Final Four team. It's amazing how much good basketball and all these different classifications going against each other and the games are competitive. They are competitive. There's Ryan Williams right there with an and one. Nice little pass right there. This dude right here. Man, this dude right here. I like this dude. That dude right there. Jaden, man. I want to be related to Charles, man. Nice little and one right there, too. Had a good game, too, man. Mr. Green. This was a real good game right here. Went down to the wide. Look at that bounce pass in between you. The guy cut into the goal right there. Man, that was nice. That's a beautiful thing right there, man. We about 50 minutes in on the License of Ball podcast. And if you stay all the way to the end, I appreciate you. Thank everybody. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Retweet, retweet, repost. Leave comments. Please leave comments and retweet and like. People need to see this. A lot of people don't know this show exists. This show only big as it y'all wanted it to be. And so we need to get the show big and get out to the parents. Remember, you could we do call-ins. So if they want to call in about their kid, about the game, we do call-ins. We had a couple call-ins already this year. But you can find us on all major platforms. Like and subscribe. I appreciate people coming up to me, giving them feedback. Especially on camera angles. I really didn't forget about camera angles. I got so much to do. And I kind of put stuff in but if multiple people tell me something I'll move it up the list and fix I'm looking at all the stuff on the back end I need to do like with this switchboard right here I need to organize all my sounds and redo them because they out of order while I can find them quicker and put them together that's like one thing I need to do big y'all don't even notice that knows what's going on but I know the sound should be so much louder my voice should be so much louder this time around man and I have not looked at the schedule because this who's giving is, is a bear. I don't know where we're going to be next weekend, but we'll be at a showcase somewhere near you. We will be there. We're doing that. So appreciate everybody watching the show, man. Trying to think if I forget anything right now, man. And I hope y'all like these two, these new camera angles. They so much better. I hope for y'all, y'all, y'all like it on the angle, but 
we're going to have up next. That's what we will be doing. We're going to be doing day two sometime later in the week. Maybe by Thursday, we have a day two who's giving re recap. And then we're going to just do one or two games, and we're going to really focus on the players that stood out because you had nine games, total 18 games in two days. And we're going to focus more on individual players that play on these teams that might not won, but play good and highly ranked players that people need to know about and play good. So we're going to talk more about them and focus on that more in day two recap of the Hoops Gibbons. Thank you for keeping it locked. And I'm your host, Hip Hop. Till next time, peace.